What's up, guys? This is the very first episode of Views from the Nosebleeds. My name is Gio. I'm Dylan. And uh, this podcast is just going to be pretty much uh, two bros talking about sports. We'll be talking about all sports, NBA, NFL, MLB, sprinkle some NHL in there. Uh, But these first couple podcasts will be pretty much some uh, NBA dominance since the NBA finals are going on right now. Uh, A little bit about me, first of all. Both of us, we, we live in Lubbock, Texas. I know most of all probably have no clue where that is on earth um but it's a small town here in west texas i'm a texas tech graduate so i'm big on all texas tech sports right now our baseball team is dominating uh so hopefully we get a birth to the uh, college world series uh lifelong braves and broncos fan uh i know that's been a disappointment the last couple seasons other than the broncos super bowl uh, but right now things are looking up actually for my Braves, my baby Braves. Uh, we're on the on the come up, first place. Uh, I know I've gotten a lot of crap the last couple years about how bad we've been, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Broncos, we just got my boy Case Keenum, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Bradley Chubb with the fifth pick. I mean, I'm looking forward to this season. I know, uh, hopefully back to the playoffs, um, and then. NBA, I don't even want to talk about because I'm a Bulls fan. Uh, just a terrible, terrible last couple of seasons from overpaying the corpse of Dwayne Wade to signing a bunch of bums to try to tank, and we can't even tank right. We ended up with the seventh pick in the draft. So, uh, so yeah, that's a little bit just about a couple of uh, sports teams that I like to follow. Yeah, um... Braves are still trash. Bulls are still trash. Um, Broncos are definitely still trash. See, that, that, we're gonna get a lot about a lot of that on this podcast. Just, uh, but you know. but I have I have nowhere to speak about the Broncos. I, I I'm a Browns fan. Um, yeah, 0 16. Uh, but looking looking uh, looking bright here in the future with uh, Baker and uh, I'm actually more excited about Tyrod Taylor and the weapons that he has now. Um, defense. Looks a lot better on paper than what probably most people know. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder, my basketball team. Um, I've been a Thunder fan pretty much since they moved to Oklahoma City. Before then, I didn't have a team. I just liked basketball. Um, Big KD fan. Got to actually watch him play uh, live when he was at Texas. And uh, that was was actually pretty exciting. Kind of fell in love with the game. His game. uh, I followed him and... When he left, yeah, I mean, I didn't sneak out like him. I, I stuck around with Russ, and uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm with him, and I'm, I'm a big time Russ fan. Uh, baseball, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Rockies fan. Uh, get some pitching, we'll do okay. We actually just failed. We were in first in our division. Uh, now we're second, I think maybe third, since the Dodgers just swept our our ass. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit about me. Um, before before we move on, I just uh, want to make it known to everybody because I'm sure this will come up multiple times during probably every podcast. How much I hate Russell Westbrook! I cannot stand that man. It does not matter if he probably if the Bulls sign him, I would probably switch teams. That is how much I dislike that man. And I want y'all to know that I would die for him. I would fight someone for him if he if he asked me to. So you know we're gonna have some fun with that topic some some point down the road. Uh, but for now, we'll get started just uh, talking about the NBA Finals. Um, right now, at the point of this uh, podcast, we're actually on the verge of Game Three of the NBA Finals. 
Uh, before we get into anything, what do you think, Dylan? We got a two to one, or we got three zero Warriors. You know, I actually think they need to win this game. If they don't, they're they're getting swept. Oh, absolutely, they're absolutely. Gonna, they're gonna get swept. Uh, if, but I I think they can pull it off. I think they'll they'll win this one in Cleveland. I think the fans will rock with them uh, this game, and um, I think it'll help them out, get some momentum going. I think LeBron will pull another another fifty point game. Yeah, before the series started, I actually picked uh, Warriors in four. I picked the sweep. And after game one, after that game one debacle by J.R. Smith, which we're about to get into, oh, um, I I knew I picked it. I had that sweep going. And then I told everybody that was the most competitive game we will see this series. Game two was pretty competitive all the way up until that fourth quarter. And then it just kind of blew open. I expect a little bit of the same here game three where it'll be competitive for a little bit just because it's that home crowd energy. Uh, LeBron's going to try to get all, all the role players going. Uh, but once once the Warriors start wearing them down, I think we're going to see another blowout. We're going to see 3-0. And I think, uh, I think Steph is going to put that stamp on that MVP tonight. I think he's going to win that, uh, that MVP for the NBA Finals. And I think today's going to be the one that the game that cements that on the road. Um, but let's backtrack a little bit and start with game one. Bron put up 51, man. 51 for LeBron James, and they lost. For nothing. And so, uh, obviously, the, the controversy of that game was J.R. Smith. I, I don't even know. I, I can't. I can't even imagine what in the world he was thinking. Obviously, he wasn't thinking anything. Uh, but what a mistake. What a mental mistake that was by JR. And that cost him the series. I think that that was a wrap. After that, they're and, Cleveland. And, and it's tough back. because I think a lot of it lands on, on George Hill, missing the free throw. And, then, and then Ty Lue has to... Call timeout if he realizes Jr. doesn't know what's going on. He has to. I don't know why he didn't. I mean, we'll never know. But I th- I think that's that's as big as on Ty Lue and George Hill as it is on Jr. Smith. And I think I think Ty Lue and Jr. are related because neither of them know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I don't think Ty Lue is a good coach at all. At all. At all, I have no idea. They might as well just uh, put LeBron as the coach. Uh, I don't know. Let Ty Lue be the water boy. Something I don't know, but he has no purpose on that team whatsoever. Yeah, they they might as well let Steve Kerr do the AI stomp over on Ty Lue. <laughs> I mean, that's his. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. Hopefully tonight uh, he'll make some changes. Let let Rodney Hood play a little bit. I mean, I know he's been bad, but. Can't be any worse than Jordan Clarkson. I, th- I think I think we need a meme of uh, Steve Kerr's face uh, cropped over AI and making him do that step over over Ty Lue. Poor guy. Um, but, yeah, you got, I believe it was four seconds when JR got the rebound. And he's, he's telling LeBron after the play he didn't know what time, what what was the, the score. And then during his postgame interview, he's, he tries to play it down and says, "Oh yeah, I knew I knew how much time was left." Like, come on, man. Yeah, that that was a big, yeah. If you you got to stick with what you what you said on the court, we all saw it. 
everybody in the world saw it. Can't say, hey, you know what was going on when you clearly said, hey, I didn't know what was going on. So yeah. let me ask you, what what do you think? Uh, who's got who's got the more blame? Would you, do you put more on the Jr. Um, mental mistake, or do you think George Hill should have made that free throw? I I think it's more on Jr. Because I mean, it, that free throw could have been missed at any time, and it. I mean, I I definitely think that's more on Jr. Smith. Um, you have to know what's going on in the finals. With four or five seconds left, um, even if it was still five minutes left, you have to know. You have to know what's going on, whether it's a regular season game, but most definitely the NBA Finals. So, and I, I'm gonna agree with that too. Uh, you know, George Hill, he made one free throw. He tied it up. Technically, he did what he had to do at least to keep the Cavs' hopes alive. So he tied it up, and so. You know, we'll never know. What if Jr. puts it up and he gets stuffed by KD? Or uh, we never know. But I think it's just the fact that he didn't give his team the chance to to even win that game. And then after that, like I said, you know, you got people not talking to each other in the huddle. Um, nobody's. You can see it in their faces. It just everything just kind of left their soul. They were just defeated. They knew that was it. You know. Uh, as great as a game that LeBron had, you know, he didn't really show up in overtime. But, you know, can you really blame him? I mean, he he did what he could. He did as much as... I mean, I didn't expect him to drop that. You know, he he was knocking threes, dunking. He was doing everything. The man was... He was unstoppable that game. And then for them to lose that way, you know, yeah, it's just tough. Just tough. So I'm going to go same as Dylan. Uh, I do think it a little bit of most of the blame should be on Jr. Yeah, George Hill should get a little bit of of heat for that. But again, he did his job. He tied the game up and, and still gave the Cavs that chance to to at least come out with that win and steal a, steal a game in Oracle, which not very many teams do. Uh, I believe the Rockets are the only team this NBA playoffs that have won on Golden State's court, and so that's another subject because. If CP3 doesn't go down, I believe the Rockets are in the NBA Finals right now. But mm-hmm. I guess we'll never know. But I'm still going to put about 25% of that blame on Ty Lue for not calling a timeout. <laughs> and then to come at LeBron and tell him, yeah, we had a timeout left. I mean, it just took all the took all the momentum out of them. Yeah, and, and you know, LeBron put the team on his back um, as he's done year after year after year. Um, you know... But I don't know. What, what do you what do you think? Uh, is this LeBron's worst supporting cast that he's ever had, or um, are you thinking he's had worse? I don't know that that oh six oh seven team. That oh six oh seven team is pretty bad. I mean, we'll just we'll discard the whole Miami Heat, the Miami Heat teams that he was on. Because yeah, I agree. I agree. We can't really. I mean, they had because uh, even even outside of. Chris Bosh and, and D Wade, which yeah. were in their prime. You still had role players like Mike Miller, uh James Shane Battier, who is uh just a good, good defensive player. Um, you know, uh, they they had those role players that knew what, what they had to do on that team. Uh, you know, Mike Miller was a shooter and that's what he did. Uh, Shane Battier was a defender. That's what he did best. And th- everybody knew their role. So I agree. We'll, we'll exclude those Miami Heat teams. Um, but yeah. 
All right. So I, the, I, I think um, that 06, 07 team. Um, let's look at that roster, that 06, 07. What, what, what do they have? Uh, Daniel Gibson. Booby Gibson, man. What happened to that man, Booby Gibson? Hey, I think the last time I saw him, he was on uh, I Love Hip Hop or some show no, on VH1. he was on The Challenge just recently. Oh, was he really? Yes, on The Did Stars. Did he get eliminated first episode? No, he's actually, well, I stopped watching mid midway, but he was still in there. He was actually one of the main stars. Shout out Booby Gibson <laughs> on hey, MTV. Yeah. Uh, but Eric Snow, compared to George Hill, I mean, I think he was slightly better. Not much of a difference to me, in my opinion. Um, Larry Hughes was probably the best player outside of Braun, in my opinion. Yeah, um, that, that team is so garbage. The yeah. fact that they even made the NBA Finals is... Uh, and they were swept by the Spurs. Astounding. We got Shannon Brown, who, I mean, he was doo-doo. Did uh, he come from the Lakers or was that before his Laker days? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but you know, when he played on the Lakers, I believe he was a part of the championship Lakers yeah, team. Yeah, he was. Um, so, and he was a contributor on that Lakers team, so who knows? Um, you got Drew Gooden, <laughs> trash. Elgowskis, uh, you know, I, I'll give some respect to that guy. He, you know, he, he wasn't all that of a bum, but he, you know. I think Thompson is still better. Yeah, if Leave his without his uh, off court baby mama issues, but <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic. Yeah, uh, we got Damon Jones. Didn't, isn't that uh, didn't they throw a soup soup can at Damon Jones or was it? Yeah, Tyler it Lewis? was. It, it was, was Damon, Damon Jones. Jones wasn't they still it? throwing cans because he was garbage on this 0607 oh, team. We got Dwayne Jones, who I believe that man just followed LeBron to Miami and uh, took some rings. David Wesley. I have no idea who that man is. I don't is. even think I, I remember the name Danielle Marshall, but I don't even know who that is either. Ira Newble. What I mean, if anybody can tell me who Ira Newble is, uh, you know, props to you because I have no no idea. Yeah, Sasha Pavlovich. I remember he was a starter. He the was man a, was he starting. was a three point specialist, but the yeah. man was a starter. And then we got old man Scott Pollard. Who I believe he was a part of the uh, Sacramento Kings uh, when they had that feud with the that rivalry with the Lakers, um, mm. and then uh, Anderson Vergeau, who Vergeau. unfortunately for him he tried to cherry pick on the uh, Warriors last year, oh, yeah. the year before, and uh, win that championship, and he failed. So Got you know, cut right before poor man. Even... Poor man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that team is terrible. Uh, the fact that, they, like I said, that they even made the NBA Finals is an accomplishment in itself. Uh, I, I didn't expect them to even win a game that year. And to so. think that Braun wasn't even near as good as he is now, That's uh, yeah, it's like you said, it's you wouldn't even expect them to even make the Finals that year. But, yeah, that, so I think that 06-07 team is definitely – worse than this team and absolutely absolutely this this year you know i was doing a little bit of research and i i had no idea that the cleveland Cavs have the number one payroll in the nba wow it's that is a that came as a surprise to me we got uh lebron obviously who makes 33 mil then we got uh, we got George Hill at 20 mil. That's insane. We got Kevin Love at 22 mil. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson wow. at 11.5 mil. You got, what else you got? Tristan Thompson, 
at 16 mil, J.R. Smith at 13. You're paying that man $13 million to forget how much time was on the clock. That I mean, it's horrible. And then you got, but you got some weapons here that Ty Lue's not using. We got, who do we have? We got Rodney Hood, who, I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, the man's been watching the highlight videos of him in the Utah Jazz to remember and reflect that, hey, I can still play in the NBA. And that was just a couple months ago where he was averaging 17 points a game for the Utah Jazz. And he's having to watch his own highlights because he can't even get on the dang court here in Cleveland. I mean, that's amazing. That's bad. And even uh, Jose Calderon, which I think is not very good either, but I think he would give better minutes than Jordan Clarkson. I think Calderon even gave him some helped them get some wins there towards the end of the season to bump up to that was it the three or the four seed that they're in uh four seed four yeah. Seed, yeah so i mean that i think i think that's uh like you said it's it's tyloo's not using his 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 decent role players that he should be and against his warriors team you have to have i believe some length and versatility defensively and that's why you use rodney hood um i think he would still be able to be a better scoring option than jordan clarkson um even even uh seti Ozman, uh, I don't know if that's how you even pronounce his name. But, yeah, I I'm, I'm just but as clueless as you. I think he would give even better minutes, even though he's young. He he's he's he has more length, more versatility, and that's what you need. Um, like I said, Jose Calderon um, would give way better minutes than. than and and still, with that being said, you know the other guys still got you got to Kyle Korver's got to make his shots. He can't go over and have two points in the third like. When it's in the third quarter. Speaking of Kyle Korver, I think he should be starting over J.R. Smith. You think so? I think Korver is their their best scoring option, their best shooter, I guess, outside of Love and Braun. And I think with this game three, I think he should start Korver. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and and disagree on that. I I think you gotta keep J.R. in there just for a couple of reasons. One, J.R. is actually not a bad defender. He's actually a pretty pretty good defender. Um, I'd feel comfortable throwing him out there guarding, you know, whether it's he's been guarding Steph. Uh, I know, it's, I mean, you can't really guard Steph. You know, when he goes off, he goes off. But um, at least he can he can play some defense. And second, if you bench Jr., you know, his mind is already screwed up. So if you tell him, hey, I'm coming off the bench, I don't know what that'll do. I mean, you can't really get any worse than forgetting the clock. But I feel like he'll just... I don't know. He would just disappear. I mean, the last game, he I think he scored just five points or something yeah, like that. See, that's I why mean. I say that's why I think Corver. Yeah, he, he is the better defender than than Corver, but I, I think that's why I think Corver would be the better option, just because Jr. is not consistent. You never know when he's gonna give you. I mean, even ten points, fifteen points here and there. And I think I think the Cavs. I think they have to go big. That's what I think. Uh, I'm looking up here. Uh, stats from game one. I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of discard game two just because, you know, it got blown open there. Uh, but game one, the Cavs out rebounded the Warriors fifty three to thirty eight, and had they led uh, they had nineteen offensive rebounds to Golden State's four. I mean, they just dominated those boards. They crushed those boards. And so you put in uh, you have Tristan. You have Kevin Love throwing uh, Rodney Hood, Jr. LeBron. I, I that's how I would put it. Uh, let let just let LeBron run the point, uh, 
and and then figure out those matchups. He's got to guard KD though. He can't he can't go soft and and back off of that. I, I'm a proponent of that. You, he's got to guard KD. I know he's got a lot to do on that team, but hey, he's got to take it upon himself. They're down 2-0. He's got to put it on him and say, hey, I'm going to shut down KD. Because if, if KD has less than 20 points, which is, I mean, kind of impossible, but you know, Kevin checks out sometimes, so you never know. If, uh, LeBron puts some pressure on him. Um, and then that bolsters the, the bench a little bit. Then you got um, George Hill coming off the bench. You got Kyle Korver coming off the bench. Uh, Larry Nance coming off the bench. Um, he's some good length, some good versatility. So big Larry Nance. Uh, but like Dylan said, uh, Tyloo's got to throw Jordan Clarkson at the end of the bench, where he can't see him, where he can't even hear his name being called out. Because right now he's just a waste of time, waste of minutes. I would just, I mean, I would, I mean, I probably would even throw him in there in garbage time, but. I was, I was, uh, what do you think about this lineup? Just to see if it would work. If he went LeBron, the choice between JR and Corver, and then you have Love at the three, and then Nats, and then Thompson. I yeah, mean, yeah, I actually like that. You know, that's, that's actually a good, uh, the, I think the problem with that would be the matchups on that. So, NC, that's, that's, yeah, I mean. So who, okay, so let's say, hypothetically speaking, so LeBron guards KD. Mm-hmm. We got Tristan on uh, Draymond, which he's going to end up on those pick and roll switches with, with Steph, uh, which he, surprisingly, he's been doing a really good job guarding that pick and roll. He's been, uh, he's been guarding that pick yeah. and roll really well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's say he guards Draymond. Uh, who else we got? I think Nance would have to, to stay with, KD, okay. And who does LeBron guard? Who's the... I think he would. I think he would have to try to stay Javel? with, with uh, Clay. Oh, oh, I forget about Javale starting now. Yeah. So yeah, so Nance definitely has to go with with Javel? uh, with Javale. Then then Love. We saw in the series where they came back three one that he can guard Steph. I mean he he not I mean not consistently obviously, but it just gives Steph hey, those different looks. Yeah, I mean he'll switch. They're gonna have to switch anyways. So Love, you just throw him out there, hoping hoping that he can he can uh, run with uh, Clay a little bit, and just have Jr. stay with uh, Steph as much as he can, and Braun, yeah, Braun on KD. Yeah, actually, you know, that's not a bad idea. At this point, what do you what do you have yeah, to lose? Just to see what it's you're like. You're down 2 I mean, and obviously you're not gonna be able to have that lineup for most of that first or most of that most of the quarter. You're gonna have to have one of the those big men coming off or going with that second unit, anyways. So just you know, just to kind of see what it's like to to have that length out there against them defensively. I think that's that's all you can really do. Yeah, is, who do you roll out as six man? Well, it have to George be Hill. George Hill. It'd have to be George Hill, and they still have Jeff Green coming off. Oh, Jeff Green. I mean, I forgot about Jeff Green. You know, Jeff Green gives Jeff Green's giving him some good minutes because he's, he's a big body. He can defend. He's not a bad scorer. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and that's how, why say, how much do we trust Ty Lue to make any yeah. adjustments? Because, yeah, yeah, he hasn't made any very good adjustments. He, he so. probably won't make adjustments until after they lose tonight. Yeah, and then it'll be too late for yeah. that. So, series over. Again, game three. Probably in about an hour and a half. And then, um, you know, by the time we record the next podcast, either it'll be 2-1 to one or 3-0. Oh. 
so while we're in this part, I guess let's talk about if LeBron and the Cavs, or more so the Cavs as a team, would have a better shot with the roster that they had at the beginning of the season or with the roster that they have now? I'm going to say uh, they have a better chance with the roster they have now just because, I don't know, the way they had it constructed early on in the season, it just was not working out for them. You know, Dwayne Wade looked, honestly, Dwayne Wade looked done. Uh, like he could have just retired and and just gone off into the sunset. And then you saw Dwayne Wade go to Miami, and he was hitting game winners. He was putting up 20-plus. Uh, he looked like a different player uh, when he went to Miami. Is that coaching, or is it just kind of the mesh of the team? I don't know. Uh, who else did they have The earlier? same with Rose, too. Oh, D. Rose? We got Rose. D. Rose. Yeah, D. Rose. Uh, I love D. Rose, man. Uh, D. Rose is, is my guy. I almost cried when he tore his ACL. Uh, and Which that was time? <laughs> the first time, the first time. Uh, but it was all downhill from there, man. What could have been for my Bulls if D Rose would have stayed healthy his entire career? I, I think we're we're talking championships here. I think I think we're talking championships um, because at that time the Bulls were the best team equipped to beat the Miami Heat. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, it went down like that. But anyways, back. It's, to- it's almost like CP3 going down. Yeah. In these playoffs. I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's. I mean, I guess the Bulls were way better than, than uh, like you said, they were. They were. They were equipped to beat the Heat. Yeah. Until until those injuries happened, and then uh, the heart and soul of that team was Joe Keem, my boy Joe Keem. Oh man. I, I love Joe Keem. Uh, is he still fighting with the coaches? Or? I don't know what he's doing, but he he went downhill. To, he's still he's probably making it rain somewhere with all that money Phil Jackson gave him. Let's be honest, but um, but yeah, uh, the Cavs had D Wade. Uh, they had D Rose. Who else was on that team? Isaiah Virgin? Thomas. Isaiah It. Uh, Crowder and Shumpert. Crowder and Shumpert. Crowder's one of those guys. I well, can't stand that fool either, man. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. Where he has to be in a in a structured in a structured team that he has to ha- he has to know his role. He didn't know his role in Cleveland. I agree with that because with the Jazz, I mean, we saw him shoot threes and just. But he knew his role. It was to be that defender, be that yeah. energy guy, um, and then give that ball to Donovan Mitchell and let him create. Um, I think with the Cavs, he, I don't know. He was he trying was, to do too much. I think maybe. Yeah. He um, didn't know what was going on. And like you said, uh, with Wade, I mean, the dude looked done. I was like, man, this guy's in a retirement season. And then he goes to Miami, and it's like, are we seeing championship Wade, playoff Wade all over again? I know, yeah. He he uh, he he was going off. He was going off with the Miami. He was in game winners, like I said. And then uh, who was it? Isaiah Thomas. You know, that one. I don't know because I think I, f- I kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time I feel like he dug his own grave, just yeah. kind of talking about talking all that mess he was talking about. Uh, you know, he went from being that leader in the in the Celtics to you know he was the guy. Everybody kind of rallied around him. They listened to him. He was the leader, and I think he went into Cleveland thinking, "Hey, that's still my role," and he was piping up over everything. Just you know, like sit down, man. This is LeBron's team. And I think that was the that was the issue, you know. It was he wanted to be the guy, LeBron's the guy. 
it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only one. I think that's the only player that I can see. Like, okay, that was a good trade. Um, but then again, you what did you trade? You trade it was that for uh, Nance and Clarkson. And Clarkson, which, I mean, Clarkson's been absolutely garbage again. Nance was the biggest, I think, the biggest asset they got back in that trade. I like Nance. I like I like Nance. I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's tough for me to say with this with that team at the beginning because if if Rose and Wade both play like they did towards the end of the season, then they give them better better chance than what they have now. Crowder, like you said, if we can figure out his role, then hey, that's that's a big asset. He's he's defending, you know, Clay KD. He's he's taking one of those two on. Shumpert, this guy was this guy is trash offensively. But he's a decent defender as well. He had the length. He has the versatility. He could have been a good defensive player. And we just had to figure out what Isaiah Thomas was going to do. I mean, Shumper was a, a good contributor on that championship team for the Cavs. Yeah. Um, you know, he was playing that defense. He was uh, switching off those, uh, you know, those screens and, and playing that defense. He hit those occasional shots. You know, he hits those random threes and random shots. But I feel like maybe LeBron trusted him. Uh, when he was out on the court, and I mean, he was a contributor to that championship team. So, uh, I, I'm still gonna stick with. I think the team he has now, he's got a better chance of. Um, I don't. Maybe they just haven't been together long enough. I don't know. Um, but you know, also, you know, we had that it drama. Then we had a little bit of D Rose drama too when he was with Cleveland. Uh, you know, he he got hurt early on, and then he there was talk about him retiring. Uh, then him not coming back, then him practicing, and then we never knew what was yeah. going on with D Rose. There was too much drama there. And Shumpert had injuries pretty much all season. And I think the the writing was on the wall <clears throat> with that team, and they had to make some trades. And I mean, they pretty much overhauled that entire roster. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it, I mean, it got him fourth seed. It got him fourth seed, and then. LeBron just said, "Hey, he put on his cape and he's like, we're going to the finals and he every series uh, you know, it's just LeBron. LeBron's being LeBron. Um, you know, we I know I know there's a lot of LeBron haters. Uh, people think I myself am a LeBron hater uh, just because I don't consider him the GOAT or the best of all time, you know, but I got love for LeBron, you know. I think LeBron is on the Mount Rushmore of, you know, the NBA greats." He's number one. I, I'm. <laughs> that's a that's a different day. That's a different day. Uh, but just know that I, I I'm on that that side of MJ being the goat. Uh, I'm old enough to say I saw uh, MJ uh, prime MJ winning a. When you know, I started watching uh, basketball, Jordan was with the Wizards. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like uh you know a lot of a lot of the the younger people are that's what they remember Wizards MJ. And if that's all you remember, then I don't blame you for thinking LeBron's the GOAT. Because, you know, that wasn't MJ. Prime MJ was that assassin. He was that guy. He wants the ball. He wants to guard the best. And he's going to he's gonna take over the game and just, you know, end you. 6-0 in NBA Finals. Six M, uh, Finals MVPs. Are we talking about MJ or Kobe? No, we talking about MJ oh, okay, here. Okay. We talking about MJ here. I'm playing. I, I I don't. I didn't get to watch MJ like that, and I wish I did. I love Kobe and, too. By and the that's way. why I'm so grateful to to be able to watch LeBron. Uh, to be able to to yeah, no pun intended, but his wit- witness <laughs> uh, what what he's done for the for the league. 
Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I stand with Dylan the same way on that, too. Uh, once once LeBron hangs him up and he doesn't lace up those shoes anymore, I can say, hey, I saw one of the greatest players of all time, you know, lace up those, those, uh, those shoes and, you know, go at it. Uh, same for Kobe, man. I loved watching Kobe play. Kobe was one of my favorite players just to watch because, you know, every time he's like, give me that damn ball. <laughs> I, and, and that's maybe something that uh, LeBron did in game one. I, I'd say that, that game one of the NBA Finals was uh, kind of Kobe-esque from LeBron where he was like, it's me. I'm going to take over this game and I'm going to give us the best chance to win with the scrubs we have. Uh, that's kind of Kobe, you know. Kobe, I mean, yeah, he did have... Uh, that championship team and towards the end he had Powell he had Lamar Odom he ha- but at the end of the day it was Kobe you know he was the guy and uh, when he needed to take over Kobe took over and I think that's what uh, LeBron tried to do a little bit in game one it didn't work out thanks to his teammates but man hey can I let you know who else is like that who Russell Westbrook oh my goodness who 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 came back on that on that who who brought him back on that 25 point comeback who lost in the first round again <laughs> man i can't argue that man that's Westbrook, that's, that's two years in a row I, first i'm, round still, I'm exit. still hurt i'm not ready to talk about and he, the thunder and he's over there playing paintball with paul george trying to get him to stay in okay paul, paul george ain't staying in okay man it's gone uh that's a wrap uh you know no no russell westbrook is never winning an nba championship ever ever in his entire life Unless he's like, once he's like, you know, like forty, washed up, he's gonna go join a team, be like eighth man, you know, get that little this season, charity NBA championship ring, and then two thousand uh, eighteen nineteen season is. Come on, man. you can't him. even say that with a straight face. When you see, <laughs> you'll see him holding the trophy you up. Can't at the end even of see it. If if that happens on the record, very first podcast views from the nosebleed. If Russell Westbrook and OKC, it has to be with OKC, though. Okay. If he wins a championship with OKC... Is this ever or just this season? Ever. Okay. I will get a tattoo of Russell Westbrook holding the Larry O'Brien trophy. You heard it. You heard it. It's going to happen. That's how confident I am that he will... That man would never win a championship in OKC. I love it. The dumbest thing he could have done was stay in OKC. He could have gone somewhere else. Let's, he, let's say, hypothetically speaking... The man, forget about loyalty. I, I don't believe in that uh, in, in sports just because you can stay loyal to a team and then that owner the next day will be like, forget you and he, you're gone. Uh, so I think that man should have gone to L.A. He and then he should have gone to, to the Lakers. And then they still have all that, that extra money. And then he can recruit LeBron. And then you got LeBron and Westbrook in L.A. with Lonzo. With um, who else they got over there? Um, Kuzma, Kuzma. We Ingram. didn't even know what Kuzma was going to be. Though. Like that's a, that, but yeah, he has Ingram. He would have had Ingram, um, Julius Randle, yeah, who's like, actually played pretty well this year. But yeah. you got to think about it, Russell. I follow Russell, and and he is more of a family, low key type of guy, and I think he wants. Wanted to stay in OKC because of yeah the loyalty he's big on loyalty, 
but he likes being low key. He goes back home. He's he's all in the spotlight, and I don't I don't know if he's a if he really wanted to do. Come all that. on, man. He he's going. He's showing up to arenas with a photographer and a vest on, and and he he wants that spotlight. He wants no, that man no. wants. Yeah, he, he he's does. doing it without it. That's he's just it's, he's doing it without all that. Oh come on, man. Every every game, it's either but what I, he's wearing, on, what he said, what he did. I think the season that he had, his MVP season. Not only was above expectations for for him, but I mean for the fans, but it's for him too. And I think uh, the potential of them landing another star, in which no one thought they would get PG, I think he thought, you know, they could make a good run, a decent run. So since we're on that topic, what what's the issue in OKC? Because you bring in Melo, you bring in PG. I mean, Mellow, there's no man. excuse. What a, you lose to to the to the Utah Jazz led by rookie. I mean, I'm, again, I'm throwing this out there. Rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. I don't care what you say about Ben Simmons. The man can't shoot. I can probably shoot. I can probably beat Ben Simmons in a game of horse. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is the rookie of the year. I agree. But that being said, they should have. They had no business losing to to Utah in the first round. I mean, I nobody expected them to, other than Dylan to be in the championship or something. But I, at least get out of the first round. I I don't okay, know. Okay, okay. So you're talking about what was the issue in OKC? One, Andre Robert, Robertson. Okay. That team defensively was built for what the Utah Jazz ended up being like. A defensive first team. Him going down, all the little things. Of course he didn't shoot. I don't care about he can't shoot. He can he can make the screens, the cuts. He did the little things that no one pays attention to so great. And he has he had the rhythm, the chemistry with the guys that he I mean with that starting lineup. He was a big a big missing piece. Can I interrupt you there? Here's where I disagree with that. We got the Warriors in the NBA Finals with their best defender, Andre Iguodala. He's missed six straight games, but here we are. They're up 2-0 in the NBA Finals. But Klay Thompson is well, you a, got top tier, a top you tier got, defensive player. You got MVP Russ. You got uh, Steph Curry. Old, old man Carmelo. Okay, okay, but Russ, he's a totally different player than Steph Curry totally different that's that team is great defensively as well i mean that's why they beat that's why it was nothing to when they played the jazz and and another issue i think for the thunder while we go back to it uh was was donovan billy donovan i think he has to create more um i think he has to create more for for paul george mainly i think he has to be um the main scoring option honestly uh I mean Russell, he's he's the more aggressor. He's gonna do the ISO, and I get that. But I think he has to do a little bit more for for Paul George, and Melo. Man, that that was that was big. That was a big uh, disappointment there. It's not what I expected. That's for sure. I mean, you remember me going crazy at the beginning, <laughs> and I told him I did tell him he's probably got that text saved somewhere. Put it probably on his yeah, wall somewhere. Uh, where I said that was a big mistake having Melo. Uh, Melo, 
he just I don't know what it is. It he, was more of him. I mean, he's in his fifteenth year. He can't move like he used to. But you know, for to be defensively, and he just could never get in the rhythm offensively because his role was, I it was just changed. He was the main guy in Denver, in New York. I mean, he goes OKC. This dude's his third scoring option. And just to think that Melo and LeBron were in that same draft class. Jesus, and look man. at LeBron. I mean, he, he probably looks better than than he's ever looked. While Carmelo looks like uh, he looks he looked terrible this whole season. I don't I don't know. Um, but LeBron is in his fifteenth year, and he did is he did he hasn't missed a game. Yeah, and and it's we insane. Ha- the dude is built differently. And we have uh, Carmelo. I, I I don't know. Um, but I'm with you. A lot of people they they defend Billy Donovan. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Billy Donovan. Yeah. Um, my thinking was you went from Scott Brooks, who I think is doo doo, uh, that man's trash. Um, his huddle, all his huddle, uh, when they put those on on TNT and stuff, where they record the huddle, he just had a whiteboard and was like. Just give the ball to KD, give the ball to Russ, and, <laughs> yeah. and do yeah. the he that man didn't know what he was doing as it's obvious in uh, Washington. Um, but you go from Scott Brooks to Billy Donovan, who's never coached in the, the NBA, NBA, and you expect that to lead. I mean, granted they were up three one against the Warriors, mm-hmm. <laughs> but and- how much faith can you put in a rookie coach to lead you to the promised land, especially when you got. Co- Conflicts when you got issues like they did this year with Melo saying I ain't coming off the bench or whatever they're Who, trying me? to figure out. Um, you can't really rely. You would rather have a tested coach, somebody that's can handle all those egos. I just don't think Billy Donovan's the right one. Um, I, I don't know. I, yeah, like I said, I think he was a big issue, mainly just because he he wasn't adjusting at all. In the playoffs, he didn't adjust once. Um, that first uh, game one against the Jazz, man, they he threw out, I think like three different rotations that I hadn't seen the whole season, and it worked. I mean, but at the same time, Paul George went off that game. Oh yeah, Paul and George. he couldn't do it again. And honestly, I I, I don't like to admit things like these because I you know obviously as long as Russell Westbrook's on OKC, I want them to lose. Uh, but after that game one, I was like, oh my goodness! I was like, the Jazz might not even win a single game uh, if Paul George was going off like that and uh, Russ was still contributing. Stephen Adams is just solid. Um, I can't say anything bad about that guy. He he's just solid. Um, it, it didn't look too good for the Utah Jazz after Game One, and then was three yeah. one Jazz, and then that OKC comeback, that monstrous comeback, uh, which so happened to be on my birthday. It was a terrible birthday present, yeah. um, but I was like, I was a little bit panicked there because I was like, oh my god, maybe this is the momentum OKC needed to you know push them over the hump. But then they went, they went right back to what didn't work. Um, in the previous three games, exactly, and they they lost with Rubio out. With uh, that's another thing. Uh, Russell it, Westbrook's out of here saying I'm going to shut that shit down and whatnot. I mean, whatever. And they still lost without Ricky Rubio. Um, I know you say uh, Roberson is a big piece on that, but man, you got Paul George, you got Russell Westbrook, you got Stephen Adams. You can't tell me you can't. Yeah. You still got to advance. You and still yeah, got to advance. I, I 100% agree. You have to advance with that with that team. 
I mean, to lose like that in the in round one was, uh, it was. I mean, it was disappointing, and it's yeah. You have to move on. You have to be able to beat the Utah Jazz with with a Ricky Rubio, a Joe Ingles, a Crowder. I Joe mean, Ingles, baby. And and I cannot just like he can't stand Russell. I cannot stand <laughs> Joe Ingles. And it's just you just look at the dude. He looks like a substitute teacher. Hey like man, he, but he balls. He yes. balls out. I, I can't stand it. I can't. I can't. I just can't stand him. He just has a punchable face. Um, but yeah, you have to get out of the first round with so, that team. It's, it's, so with that being said, um, another first round exit. None of those pieces is working. You have Billy Donovan. Does Paul George stay in OKC? Man, and, and I think. I think before even the reports came out with the Rockets saying that they're interested in him, I think before then I knew that that that's a possibility of of playing with uh, Chris Paul and James Harden. So you you think he's going to Houston? No, I'm I'm saying that I I could I I saw it I I could think that hey that was a possibility and it's gonna be intriguing to him. Um, At the end of the day, I, I think I think he'll stay. You think he stays? I think he leaves. Um, this is what I think is going to happen. I'm just, this is what I think. My gut. Um, LeBron leaves Cleveland because there's no hope. Uh, Dan Gilbert, the man, ah, he can't even put a team around LeBron. He just refuses. He refuses to uh, give LeBron a chance. He had Kyrie and Kevin Love, and then he lets Kyrie walk. Uh, he trades him for whatever reason. I know. Kyrie was boycotting or saying he wasn't going to play, but I, I don't care. You don't trade him. He gives you the best chance to win a championship, uh, as they had just done. Hey, you know what's crazy? Now that we're on what you're talking about, is that they should have traded Kyrie for Terry Rozier instead of Isaiah Thomas. Can you imagine? You think, you think that's enough, though? <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been, but... I mean, now seeing how but, Terry Rozier... But how many times Danny Ainge... You know, everybody oh, thought Danny man. Ainge is crazy. Danny Ainge doesn't want to trade Terry Rozier for Jimmy Butler. He doesn't want to trade uh, Terry Rozier for Paul George. He was adamant on, I'm keeping Terry Rozier. And everybody was like, what is he doing? And then you see Terry Rozier take over uh, when Cardi went down. And then everybody's like, oh, okay, okay, Danny, I see. Uh, Danny Ainge is actually... The Celtics are on. They're on. They're on the come up. They're right there. They get Kyrie back next year. They get Gordon Hayward back next year. My God, that's gonna be a scary team. What? And I think LeBron knows that. I think he knows that. Celtics are coming up. Uh, Sixers are coming up. I think LeBron says, you know, screw this. He he'll be three and six in the finals. He's gonna go out west to the Lakers. He's got homes out there. He's got that L.A. life. And he's gonna go recruit some. He's gonna go recruit Paul George. That's what I think is gonna happen. It's gonna have. It's gonna be. You're gonna have a starting team of Lonzo Ball, Paul George, LeBron James, Julius Randle. I don't know if Randle stays. I don't know what his contract looks like, but I, I feel like I figure they have to trade him maybe to make some space. Um, but I don't know. Um, Kuzma. Uh, this is granted. This will be kind of a small lineup, but Lopez um, at the five. You got Lopez at the five, and well, maybe maybe Kuzma coming off the bench because you can't bench uh, Ingram. I th- I think they'll find a way to keep Randall. You think so? Yeah. Um, that dude, that dude, he's good. But hypothetically speaking, let's say the Lakers get LeBron, the Lakers get Paul George. I don't care if it's East, West, North, South, whatever conference division. 
you know, North Pole, South Pole, it don't matter. That Lakers team is a playoff team with those. And then once once they get in the playoffs, you know, you know what LeBron can do. So there's no counting them out. Um, either that or LeBron joins the Rockets. Um, that's what I think happens. I don't know. What if LeBron retires? Nah, no way. He cannot <laughs> retire. He's not retiring. He he's, won't. He'll, 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 got, he'll give it another two, three years. NBA 2K19 cover boy. Yeah. He's not retiring, man. Uh, he's still chasing that greatness. I, I, th- I think he I think he ultimately stays, man. I, I just... I, I don't see a scenario where he stays. Man. I just don't see him wanting to affect that his... I mean, he wants to be the best, and I don't think he leaves because that that'll affect his 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 career. Like I don't uh, think so because it's like KD. Like I mean, the dude left, but he and, has those two championships. Yeah. So it's just like, but at the end of the day, nobody's gonna, everybody's gonna be like KD's a champion. You can't I take. Don't, I you, remember KD as, as a snake. You can't take <laughs> you can't take those championships away from KD. Just like you can't take those championships away from LeBron. If he stays in Cleveland, he's not gonna take that. He he knows in his mind. He's like, I can't put this whole team on my back again for another 82 games plus the playoffs. Unless Dan, Dan Gilbert hasn't proven that he can put a team around LeBron that's going to be worthy of him staying. So I I, I, don't, I don't see a scenario. Who, where... who could come out to play in Paul Cleveland? George. Paul George? Is Paul he the George. only one? I think if Paul George... What if they were to... I mean, I don't want them to trade Love because Love is actually a big piece of no, them. Yeah, and, yeah. And, no one, and no one realizes how big Love is to, to LeBron. And I, I just don't see them. But I, I think they should have got something better for, for Kyrie. And I don't think you can really... You don't have any other pieces you can really move for a big-time star. But yeah, Paul George, who else is... But that's the issue. They... They came, I think right? next year their their payroll is projected to be second highest in the NBA. So like their moves or what they can do with that roster is limited. You know nobody's gonna want to take those. The, those they have contracts. what the seventh pick. Uh, no, the Bulls have the seventh pick. Um, let's see who they have the fourth or fifth pick. Then don't they still have a higher I think, pick? I think they the sixth pick. No, I think they they're I think they're after the Bulls. Oh, they are. Let's Nine. See. Well, either way, they're not gonna get a player then. That's gonna be able to contribute, like a game changer. Yeah. Uh, no. Cle- yeah. Cleveland's got the eighth pick in the draft. Trey Young, uh, if they can shoot. Nah. I mean, LeBron likes the shooters around. The him. way it's looking is, uh, Trey Young might be a, he might be off the board by pick five. Uh, I've I've heard a lot of teams uh, love, you Trae know, Young. Trey Young. Uh, like I said, being a Texas Tech fan, I had to go out there when we played. Uh, when we played OU here at the uh, United Spirit or Supermarkets Arena, I had to see Trey Young play, and uh, I wasn't very impressed. Uh, I think he just kind of let the moment get to him. Again, he didn't have the best teammates there in OU. It was all about the Trey Young show, but still, uh, I don't know. If he gets picked top five, I think it's a mistake. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think. I think he's a better. Jimmer for debt. You guys might kill me for that, but I don't know. I don't see him mean that he's he's gonna be box office. He's gonna sell. He's gonna put butts in that seat in those seats. But as far as a franchise cha- changer, game changer, I don't see that from Trey. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't think he'll be. Um, I mean, worthy. I don't think he'll be what people expect. I think people are expecting something similar to Steph because of the way he shoots and and what he can do, but. 
I I just don't see it. When I, the few games that I watched of him, I mean, he he can he he wasn't that great of an ISO player as, as far as the college level. I mean, he of course obviously he got his points, but he wasn't owing anybody. Yeah, owing. everybody was comparing him to Steph and saying he was the next Steph Curry. There's no there is no next Steph Curry. Steph Curry's on his own level. Uh, he's the best shooter in the the NBA's ever seen. Um, I don't know if Trey Young is going to translate to the NBA and, and that maybe way. We're, maybe I could be over-exaggerating a little bit just because teams started figuring out, hey, it's, it is just Young on this OU team, and they and they found a way to defend him, and that's why he kind of fell off there towards the end. But And with that being said, let's say, let's say Trey Young ends up at number eight. Do the Cavs take him? Uh, if, if LeBron is staying, eh, yeah, I think either way, I mean – it depends who's off the board, but if Le- if LeBron is still there, I think so because you need shooters around LeBron. And that would kind of remind me of maybe a little bit of Kyrie. You know, Trey's got the handles, he's got that jump shot. Obviously, he's not that finisher that uh, Kyrie is, but I mean, that could work. That could work. Um, but let's see. Let's see what we got. We got um, well the draft. I believe the draft is June. 24th if i'm not mistaken it's already here in this month june yeah it's just this month june uh we got the top let's go top 10 we got the suns the kings the atlanta hawks memphis grizzlies trash dallas mavericks trash orlando mabuls Cavs, the new york knicks and then we got the 76ers with a top 10 pick um that's insane. So, number one, who do you think the Suns take at number one? I mean, it's I think it's I think it's kind of obvious with these. I mean, even before today, and today was the reports of uh, DeAndre Ayton not not working out for other teams because he's going number one. <laughs> that's crazy. But I, I think even before then, I think that's what um, Phoenix was was going towards was uh was was Ayton. Yeah, talk about confidence when you're saying you're I'm not working out for anybody else. Um, I believe he said uh, this could be the next uh, Shaq and Kobe or something to that extent. He said something to that uh, no. with him and, uh, and Booker. Booker. And, and he thinks he's the number one. Uh, granted, I think he should be the number what, one. Pick. What if he goes, we've seen Devin Booker hanging out with Carl Anthony Towns. Oh what if God. Minnesota trades for that number one pick? So, so Phoenix can land Carl Anthony Towns, and he goes to Minnesota. I mean, it it most you obviously know, won't happen, but that'd be kind of this is just something to think I'm, about. I, if I'm the Suns, I don't even entertain that. I keep that number one pick. I trade. You like Aiden? I, I keep. I, I draft Aiden. Uh, I've said it even when uh, the college season was going on. I was telling everybody, tune in, watch Aiden. He's 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 a monster. Uh, I absolutely love uh, DeAndre Aiden. Him if the Bulls would have tanked better instead of trying to win games. <laughs> like, we, we lost to, like, Orlando. Uh, we lost to Memphis. Or we beat Memphis. Sorry, we beat Orlando. We're beating these teams. Like, what are we doing? We tank. Sit, Lori. Uh, sit. Uh, granted, Chris Dunn was probably hurt during some of those games. Uh, bench uh, Levine for the rest of the year. Let's let's all aboard the, the tank train here. Um but Fred Hoiberg was like, no, uh, we're going to win some damn games and uh, we're going to ruin this draft positioning for you guys. So uh, that's where we're at with that. Hey, um, at least you, at least you, the Bulls have a pick. 
Thunder yeah. don't even aren't even. And the booth kind of looks it looks promising. You got Laurie Markinen, you got Chris Dunn, you got uh, Zach Levine. Hopefully, we can re-sign him. Uh, but that's I mean that's a core right there. Yeah, that's that's score. what you need. Um, so I'm a big Dunn fan too. Yeah, I, I love Chris Dunn too. So okay, hopefully. so so Phoenix though. Yeah, uh, they have Booker. I'm banking. I'm banking. They screw this up. You think so? Yeah. I, I think for sure they're not going to take I actually it. think the Kings will screw it up at you the second so? pick. But. The only reason I think the Suns mess this up is because I think they're going to take Luka Doncic. Um, their head coach, their new head coach, I forget his name, um, but he has ties to, I guess, that Serbian national team or mm-hmm. wherever Luka Doncic is from, and um, they have that connection. Uh, he's coached them before. So mm. my if I had to think... Who the Suns take, I think they pass on Ingen. They make that mistake of passing on him. And they take Luka Doncic. And, and uh, Aiton is better than the big men that they do have. But you got to think they do have uh, Marcus, Chris, and um, who was the guy that they drafted the year before? Was it Bender? Drajan Bender? Oh, my god! I mean, obviously, like I said, he's better. But, I mean... You could see, I could see that them going Doncic. So let's play. Let's just play. We think, okay. Let's say Phoenix. I say Aiton. Okay. Let's say they don't screw it up and they take Aiton. Okay. Kings. Who do you think they take? Okay, they take it. I think they would have to take. Uh, well, they have healed in uh the the other Bogdanovich, right? That they have at the the two and the three. They have. Uh, I don't know who they have, but they. Ha- I know they do have. Uh, I think they would still have to take him, though. I mean, he's the best player available. I take think who? Doncic? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think they have I to. I think. I mean, they have to. who's the next? I mean, they're not going to take Mo Bamba. They're not going to take... Oh, Mo Bamba's climbing up those uh, those boards, though. I've, I've, uh, but they have... Um, Willie Colley-Stein? Willie Colley-Stein there. And who's, even, uh, you got Fox. Uh, yeah, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. That's nice. De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hilda, then have Doncic and Bogdanovich. Yeah, let's not forget the the Kings actually had a good draft last year. They drafted um, who was it? De'Aaron Fox, Fox, and then they had that dude from uh, that kid from Duke um, that was injured all year, but he had big promise too. Um, but they had a decent draft. Um, so yeah, let's say they take Doncic, and then you got the Hawks. God knows they lost their head coach. They don't have freaking. I don't even. I have no idea who they're taking. I mean, I think I think they'd either go uh, um, if if Mo Bamba keeps climbing up, they'd go him. But I would personally take Bagley. You think? I would. I would go Bagley. I, just I, I think he has a potential. I just think he has the potential to be big time. The Hawks don't have anything. I don't even know what the Hawks have. Uh, I what's that 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 dude with the little. Schroeder, Schroeder. I think he was. Oh, I, I saw something about he unfollowed them on Twitter, or Instagram, or that something. That whole like that. roster is. Oh my goodness. So okay, yeah, let's rosters. say they take Bagley, and then we got the Grizzlies. Oh man, they need so much. Yeah, um, they could use. I mean, they still have what Tyreek. They'll have Conley. They'll have Mark Gasol. They so they kind of need like more of a three four. Someone coming off the bench. I mean, I'm gonna say they take Michael Porter. Uh, you know, Michael Porter, I don't know if he's working out with them or not. I know Michael Porter was also one of those guys that said, I'm only working out with certain teams. Uh, he loves the Bulls. He wants to get drafted by the Bulls. I don't know. We didn't see enough of him this year. He was injured most of the season. And then when he did play in the uh, NCAA tournament, he didn't show much. But he, obviously, he wasn't 100%. So um, I think they, I mean, the Grizzlies would still have Mike Conley. 
They have Marcus Um Tyreek. Why not? Yeah, they got Tyreek. Why not? Uh, either add um, some length or, uh, you know, get get that uh, score. Get yeah. somebody else that can d- put some points on the board. And he was, I mean, Michael Porter was, what, before his injuries, he was being considered top three pick, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be decent. That'd be a good pick, too. All right. I can see it. And we got, the, <laughs> we got the Dallas Mavericks. There, I think they'd have to go, yeah, Mo Bamba. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have... Uh, I don't, I don't know. Dirk's just collecting paychecks at this point. He just needs to retire. And even who was who was um, oh, Dennis Smith? Nerlens Noel. Dennis uh, Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. And um, they have somebody else. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. If Seth Curry can come back and play like the the way he did. Wes that year. Matthews is. A, I mean, his he's not that. My boy Wes. I like. Hey, anymore, that's my but, boy, man. Uh, but he he's still a good contributor. Um, I think you know. But I th- I do think they need that length. They need that yeah. big guy. So either Mo Bamba, uh, Wendell Carter from Duke, or Jaron Jackson. Um, I'm looking at a couple of boards here. I, I need see, to watch Jaron Jackson. Uh, I haven't watched mm, him much. I, I'm not a big fan, uh, but shout out to uh, Tankathon. Um, I follow that religiously, and they have Jaron Jackson actually going three to the Hawks. Um, I think that's too high, um, but it won't surprise me if the Hawks screwed that up too. Uh, let's see. Six. The Orlando Magic. They need everything. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I could see them going. Trey? Uh, I don't know if they'll take Trey. What do they got? Aaron Gordon. Then you, they have last year's Jonathan Isaac playing the, what, the three? But they got a new coach now, so who knows what they want. I, I, they, I think they more need definitely more of a point guard. Who do they, uh, I, I would like there? to see them go Colin Sexton, honestly. Ooh, okay, okay. I like Colin Sexton. Yeah, I'm a big uh, Colin Sexton who, Who's guard. point guard right now for the uh, Orlando Magic? DJ Augustine. Oh, my God. Um, where is uh, the weekend re- ripoff? Where, where is he playing at? Um, that point guard with the... Oh, Alfred Payne. He's with uh, the Suns. Oh, he's really, with, oh, yeah. He, he's a doo-doo, too. It's um, a weekend ripoff. Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to go Utah... Or Utah. Orlando taking Trey. They need, they need a superstar. They need somebody that's going to just reinvigorate that that fan base and want them to come out so i think they go trey young why not hey you know what we should do on our next episode what what's that we should do our own draft okay like like you do one i do two or vice versa and then we'll go from there and we'll see how that plays out on the next one that'd be pretty cool i mean yeah of course we're just kind of just throwing it out there right now but that way we can go and and kind of check it out and kind of see more in depth and so so that's a little preview i guess we'll uh kind of wrap that up there um we'll go with the bulls just because it's my my the bulls my team they 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 uh they kind of need everything (laughs) (laughs) no you know you know who i actually hope falls to them even though i said him earlier is marvin bagley Uh, they don't necessarily need him but man he could be i'm telling you he could be big but what do you think a big man and i think uh just roster wise roster fit i know like i saw um like interest in trey young and colin sexton uh i don't see that because you have chris dunn mm-hmm. i mean you didn't trade jimmy butler uh to get chris dunn and obviously you still got Lori with that pick but you didn't trade that pick to get chris dunn and then say yeah we're drafting a point guard and he played so, well so, so yeah um i don't think we go point guard uh, we got uh, Laurie at the at the four at the power forward. So I, I think um, like Jaron uh, Jaron Jackson. I think he's out. Um, like Miles Bridge, I'm not sold on that. 
I, I, I'm hoping Mo Bamba falls. Um, I'd love him. He actually said he would. Him and Laurie are the perfect fit. Um, so he he wants to go to Chicago. If it seems like, so I'd be down with that. Um, if not, then I ultimately I think Michael Porter Jr. falls, and the Bulls take him um, just because he loves he loves um, for some reason he loves gar packs. Oh my god! I got uh, that's a topic for another podcast. I I will probably <laughs> go out for another two hours about how much I hate Gar Foreman and uh, John Paxson. Oh my god! Michael Porter would be a, an awesome pick for you guys. Though. And then let, so let's say we draft Michael Porter. Bulls draft Michael Porter. Then you you throw out a starting team of uh, Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Michael Porter, uh, Laurie Markkinen, and Robin Lopez. I mean that looks that sounds pretty good on paper right there. Um, obviously, you're still away from the playoffs, but Look, luckily you're in the East, so, so you're gonna get into the playoffs. But getting knocked out probably first, second. But I don't even think we make the playoffs there, but I think you see a leap in, you know, the the quality of play, the production, um, and I do think there's an improvement there. So, um, but yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Next podcast, guys, tune in. Um, Dylan and I will have our own. Um, you want to do just top ten? Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. We'll, no, we'll actually do, we'll do the lottery top fourteen. Okay. Okay. That we'll do it like good. that, so that way I can. Uh, oh, and shout out to Zaire Smith. Shout out. Hey, hoping hope I hope you land in L.A. Man, with with uh, Doc. The, He'd the, be a good coach for you. Throw man. them guns up, Zaire, in the NBA. Represent for all of us here in the eight oh six and Texas Tech. Hopefully, I'm hoping he doesn't end up with the Hornets uh, because uh, as. As great uh, as Michael Jordan was a player, my goodness, that man cannot construct a team. So uh, let's hope he does not end up there. But, yeah, we'll wrap that up there. And uh, so next episode we'll have our, our draft, uh, kind of top 14. Um, and we'll see what kind of differences we have with that. Yeah. Um, um, I think uh, the next thing before we wrap up this uh, very first episode of uh, the podcast, Views from the Nosebleed, I want to do a little kind of – short little segment um granted this the name of this little segment can might change or, or whatnot but uh we'll call this beer me um and, and basically what that is is uh we're gonna discuss you know we're just gonna talk about somebody either today or, or that we saw sometime some period during the week um that we thought man that, they did something amazing and hell i'd like to go and have a beer with you uh so we'll call this segment beer me um, and I'll start with um, that girl from the Braves and Padres game last night. I know nobody saw it because it was a, uh, just a stomping uh, by the Braves, my Braves. Um, but this girl, I believe her name was Gabby DeMarco. Uh, she caught a foul ball with her, her beer her beer cup. And then all five fans that were in attendance in the San Diego Padres <laughs> game uh, started chanting, chug, chug, chug. And this chick, like a trooper, she went, she didn't even take the baseball out of the cup. She just went in there and chugged that like a trooper and um, instantly won the hearts of uh, millions of dudes across America. <laughs> uh, like, damn. Like, oh, I was like, okay. I, I, honestly, I was very impressed. So, uh, shout out, um, Gabby DeMarco. If you're ever in Lubbock, uh, which you probably never will be, 
uh, shout out, we go have a beer. Uh, because that was impressive. Uh, what do you think? Are you down? Beer yeah, me or not? Hey, you have me beer? all day, every day. Yeah, that. I mean, I probably wouldn't even have caught that, honestly. I, I would have been that dude uh, that puts his girlfriend in front of that foul ball and hides <laughs> behind that. Uh, I don't know if I have that bravery, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, shout out to her for doing that. For sure. I would have been that dude with the with that huge glove. Uh, trying to catch all the foul balls, <laughs> trying not to get hit. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not big on that. Um, but yeah, Brittany Demarco, shout out. Um, Gabby Demarco. Or Gabby Demarco. Sorry. Um, see, I, she's my brain's all rattled now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely beer me. Um, guys, thank you very much for uh, tuning in to our very first podcast of Views uh, from the Nose Nosebleeds. Please, um, you know, give us uh, some feedback. We'd love to hear some feedback, interact with you guys. Um, you know, go subscribe, like, uh, give comment. Give us five stars. Five stars, you know. Uh, this is our very first podcast, so um, obviously we know there's things to improve and things to, you know, things to add on. But, you know, uh, we'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, what's our Twitter handle? At views from the nosebleeds? I think it's underscore uh, nosebleeds. Underscore nor- nose- nosebleeds. Uh, let's make sure. You know, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. I don't even know our, our own Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. It's, yeah, it's underscore nosebleeds. N-O-S-E-B-L-E-E-D-S. Underscore nosebleeds. Uh, follow us on there. Um, interact with us. And you can also uh, follow our personal pages, you know. You can find me on um, Instagram and Twitter, at Mr. G Easy. Uh, and that's underscore E-A-S-Y. And I'm just on Twitter. I don't have an Instagram. Uh, mine's just at Mr. DeLeon, uh, M-R-D-E-L-E-O-N underscore. All right, guys. So um, that's going to be a wrap for our very first podcast. Again, very first episode of Views from the Nosebleeds. Um, you can expect um, you know, more more of these uh, crazy topics. Hopefully we'll, we'll have some more fun with it and uh, you know, keep you guys entertained. Uh, but for now, we're going to wrap this up and about to start uh, game three here of the NBA Finals in probably about 30 minutes. I'm going to say go Warriors. We got 3-0. It's a wrap. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm still with uh, LeBron shocking the world, so go Cavs. All right, guys. Well, we'll leave you with that. Like I said, uh, go subscribe, like, comment, follow. Uh, let's interact. Um, we're actually, before actually before I forget this, we're going to put up a poll on our Twitter page. Um regarding the J.R. Smith mistake, okay? So we want to know, what was the biggest mental mistake? Was it J.R. not knowing what the situation was or the clock? Or was it Chris Webber calling a timeout, again, not knowing what the situation was, that he his team had no timeouts? Um, so we're going to put that up on our, on our Twitter page. Uh, please go vote. Like I said, follow, subscribe. And uh, we'll see you until next episode. Uh, Hopefully you guys tune in, all right? Peace out, guys. Laters.